Welcome to another episode of Roll or Die. Uh, You guys are like us down here in Melbourne, maybe feeling a little bit flat with uh, the lockdown dragging on and on, or you're up there in Sydney. We've got the man for you to help you uh, lift your spirits. We've had him on last year during the lockdown, episode 31. Now we are revisiting him again, episode 76. Thanks for joining us, Mr. Frank Barker. It's, it's, it's awesome to be on here. You guys are awesome. Uh, I love following what you guys are doing and uh, you guys have been real busy and I see you guys are all set up. You've got some whiz-bang background over there and you look like you're sitting in the stratosphere. I'm in my bedroom, man. It's just blurred out. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> so There's nothing whiz-bang about this. You can't see this, my brother. kitchen. <laughs> you know, Kim's got her, she's got her, she's got her friggin', she's got her Janet Jackson headset on. It's looking, looking wild. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's true. That's very true. She's very Janet Jackson-esque. She's very oh, Jackson. Look at you. You're, here you go. You've got the hat off now. You're good to go, man. You were just, you were all warmed up. You're ready for action. <laughs> so, man, what's been going on in your world since we've since we caught up all 30-something episodes ago? How's life? Jeez. Well, life's, life's um, no doubt fascinating. That's for sure. It's, it's uh, what a, what a time to be alive. I mean, look at all the things that are going on here. And now our, I call this our seventh lockdown because really they extended it. And so brutally mm. um, all these restrictions and, you know, rumors of what's ahead. And it's just, uh, it, 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 it blows me away that um, so much has been able to have gone on. The wheels have turned so much. And yet as paying customers, you know, we're not being heard at all. Uh, our businesses are ground to dust. Most people's businesses are ground to bare bones and just, <laughs> you know, yeah. coughing and spluttering their way yeah. through it. Other businesses have actually quadrupled, tripled, having the greatest um, um, success that they've ever experienced in their entire existences. Yet yeah. on the other side of it, so many um, 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 self-made businesses entrepreneurial style businesses are all just being obliterated as we speak you know and i just wonder why you know the cavalry hasn't really come through for us you know it's yeah. um it's a tough one and look i'm probably one of the lucky ones i mean lucky uh you know i, I i've enjoyed look man i'll be honest and i'm open about this um i've, I've enjoyed a lot of success over over the years thankfully that when these things happen thankfully i was in i'm in a position where i can just okay, utilize all of my, my skills um, and, and put them towards survival, mm. you know, at its, at its most necessary right now um, where we're not defending literally our, our lives just yet. But yeah. um, our, our freedoms, you know, our freedoms and um, our abilities to, to move around, our abilities to, to earn, our abilities to spend time with the people we love, um, travel and train and better ourselves. I mean, for me, that's what it means. Um, not, not a bit able to earn, you know, nationally. Thank God. What I've been able to do, Anton, is um, when there's been little cracks of opportunities that, that popped up, I was always ready to go. Always, yeah. always ready to go, ready to go, ready to go. As soon as there's a crack, boom, mm-hmm. I'm going straight to it. So I managed to be able to get to a couple of our um, schools in Australia. I was managed to get out to Hobart, managed to get out to um, to Adelaide Dojo as well and um, and take care of business there. We had seminars, successful sold-out seminars. And, of course, we were able to, you know, move some of my students up, which they were well and truly deserved. You know, our first black belt, in, in our first female black belt in the Southern Hemisphere in the 10th Planet System. Um, yeah, we just Frank. had her on the other week on our okay. Bowler Super Special Series. Yeah, Nat. Yeah, awesome. So, um, 
you know, managed to, to, to get over there and, and, um, and get that uh, all, all taken care of, which was great. And, and she's just a remarkable example of, of, of the 10th the planet machine, you know, down under, especially and, and worldwide. She's a, she's a great girl. She has so much talent and ability, um, but she's earned it. You know, she's one of these hard workers and um, is super passionate and great support. Like her husband, Jem, is an instructor as well. He's one of our brown belts now. So, um, you know, what a, what a great opportunity for all of us to, to really level up, you know. So when, yeah. when, we, when we make a black belt, it, it's like a, a, it raises the tide, you know, it raises the tide. And, and I'm not, it's not to say that when you get your blue belt or get your purple belt, it's, it's not special. Of course it is. But come on, man. We all know what it takes. You know, we draw strength from our ancestors when we're trying to become black belts, you know. Absolutely. So, and, and the amount of time on the mad and the failures and the, the, the roadblocks and, and for Nat to come through shining as she has such a tough girl, hard worker, multiple champion, many areas. She's one in front of everybody, mm. you know, everybody in all different rule sets. You know, this kid, she doesn't give a shit. She even went over to Japan for the trials for, for ADCC, whenever that was for in 2018, I think it was, I, I can't remember, whatever, whatever it was, 2019, whatever it was. And I'm um, fighting up against them, the best in the world. You know, it's just tremendous. You know, she got called up for quintet, um, originally, but because of circumstances and distance and whatnot, you know, they they went with another girl that's Sean as well, Fabiana George. She's a black belt now as well. So to have Nat in the conversation right through her development and then finally been able to, um, you know, well, I just couldn't wait to get over there to, to, to promote her that's and cool. to, um, you know, I just, I'm, just, I'm just a dickhead that is in that special role. Like, oh, what a privilege for me to be able to bring through a black belt, you know, that we've made ourselves, you know, it's just so incredible, you know, and now we have five black belts in the 10th plan system. Last time we spoke, Regan Neo got made, um, you know, um, uh, Julian Pittis got made, Regan Neo got made, Matt Franklin got made. And of course, Josh and I have been spearheading this whole movement together. So um, there's five black belts now in Australia. And I remember there was a time when I was the only blue belt in Australia, you know, in the Southern hemisphere and the only purple belt, the only brown belt, the first Ooh. black belt. You know, now we have five black belts now, five schools, you know, and 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 all through this, right through all of this, um, it hasn't been easy, man. But I tell you what, thank God for jujitsu. Thank God for jujitsu and the power of jujitsu, the power that jujitsu has. And um, it demands that kind of respect because we're able to knuckle down and keep chipping away and working even even away from one another. Mm. But yet when we come together and we look at the, the data, the data always is the same, you know. We tick the boxes, great team players, awesome skills, awesome dedicated, able to get the numbers on the board, comp comp competitive. Every single one of us have been competitive right through all of our development as mm -hmm. black belts. And now, you know, putting on that rash guard for us is just when you tie your belt. You know, it's the same for us. It's not just a sweaty, shitty piece of cloth that you throw in a basket, man. I, I never put my rash guard on the floor. None of us put our rash guards on the floor, man. We hold them in our hands. We'll put them in our bags and we, we take care of them, dude. And even when we retire our rash guards, we put them away, you know, and I've even handed down some rash guards to some of my lightweight um, and, and um, bantamweight flyweights as well because I'm a pretty small guy wearing small size rash guards and extra small rash guards. So able to pass yeah. them on is just such a an honor to do that to my own students. It's been it's been wild, man. So considering what we've been in um, these last 18 months, whatever the hell it is these days, Jesus, we've still been able to move our soldiers in key positions and still be able to progress and improve ourselves, our skills, and really try and take advantage of this as a, as a test 
um, for us to sort of lean on what we've been working hard over the years that doesn't really get tested other than our physical tests. So now mentally um, and our, our belief systems, you know, all those things have been under enormous pressure. And um, I'm happy to say that, you know, I'm proud of all of our 10th Planet soldiers, not only worldwide, but here in Australia, we have something really unique going down. And um, it's just beautiful that all our skill, our schools are all thriving, mm. um, doing well and um, strong numbers and as hungry as ever. So, you know, I have to say, considering we're in good shape. <laughs> awesome, man. Awesome. awesome. Yeah. So what are you doing to stay motivated during this time? Like, What would you suggest to, to people that might be struggling with their motivation yeah. through this time? It is a long time. And like you said, we don't know how long it'll go for. Um, I'll say this without saying anything. <laughs> uh, every night I drive into the dojo and I clean. <laughs> and it, I have so much help to be able to keep our dojo clean every night. So all we do is we clean the dojo. You know what I'm saying? And uh, we've been able to um, keep ourselves entertained. <laughs> Uh, you know, we do all the right things. We try and keep our, um, our uh, abide by all the rules. But, you know, we have high-performance athletes in our school. I'm a high-performance teacher. I'm a high-performance athlete myself, um, have been for many, many years. And, you know, we are able to, to get together and train because we are high-performance because as long as you there – is there is an actual spot if you do your homework and you look into uh, the, uh, um, the rules and regulations that the government puts out, and we've done that, and we're actually able to get together and, and train. Um, but, you know, there are rules and restrictions, and we abide by them to keep us all safe, you know, as the saying goes. And, um, you know, we keep the dojo clean, and we're able to get together, and we're able to um, in small, small numbers because, you know, we're ticking the boxes, Kimmy, right? Mm -hmm. Ticking the boxes, love. And we're able to stay focused, uh, stay together, stay motivated, um, stay connected and um, feed off one another, hold each other up when we're a little bit down, just like we do when we're parents. You know what I mean? Like yeah. really running a dojo is like running the family, in my opinion. You know, we're not always going to see eye to eye. We don't always want to get out of bed and do what we need to do, but we have to. And that's what we've been doing. We do the things that we can do. We focus on what we can do. We focus on what we're able to do within the, the restrictions and the limitations that are put forth to us. But we are extremely high-level problem solvers, mm. as you are. And um, under pressure-testing circumstances and through, through dire physical consequences in the event that we don't, we're not successful. So if we've been able to get to this, this level, surely our skills can be transferred into all areas of our life. And we are, and we're making it work. You know, we're focusing on, look, I'm injured too right now. I've got a piece of steel hanging out of my foot. I, I broke my foot multiple places. Um, I had multiple compound injuries on my foot. So, um, you know, I've been walking around in a boot for five weeks straight with a, a wire hanging out of it, which I'm having removed actually next week. Thank God, finally. Yeah. So I can get back into some rehab. But um, I've been lifting weights, pushing myself four times a week, getting as strong as I can studying tape as much as I can, coaching as hard as I can, um, just, you know, staying in touch with all of those important things that I find important. And as you know, I, I come, you know, your mother earth, 
good intentions, positivity, staying in the right frame of mind, getting out in nature every single day, having the right conversation, staying informed, you know, protecting my family, my finances, um, just still, still finding ways to flourish and to drive and push and create and uh, affect change in, you know, positivity in the people around me as much as I can. So I don't know, take notes, rewind the tape. <laughs> what do you want me to tell you? It, you sounds, know, um, it sounds like, like, like I read a proverb the other day and it said, before enlightenment, carry water, chop wood. After enlightenment, carry water, chop carry wood. Water, chop wood. Yeah, that's right. It's kind of like this kind of situation where stick with the basics, do the things that you can do um, and know that no matter how far along the journey you are, the basics are still always kind of necessary and provide you with immense fulfillment, actually, is what I heard you kind of saying there as well. A hundred percent in these times, Anton, fulfillment. People say, oh, I haven't got time to think about fulfillment. I'm like, look, I understand. Look, there's a lot of, can you imagine, right? Losing your business completely. All right, let's just, let's just look at an example. Let's say you've put 29 years into your business, right? And no fault of your own, no fault of your partner, wife, son, brother, father, whatever you want to call it. Um, no, you haven't um, abused anybody. You haven't um, abused your authority. Your, your authority. You haven't um, um, ripped anybody off. You haven't been busted growing, you know, 20 kilos of weed in your dojo. Not, like, you understand? Like, hey, yeah. hell, well, I, you know, I haven't not paid the rent for four years and now I'll look, kick me out. Like, n- none of this. Yeah. And something comes along and says, oh, you can't do this. You can't do that. You're not essential. I'm not fucking essential. <laughs> Motherfucker, I've got a family. Yeah, that's true. I'm, I'm a successful person that's, that's invested in himself. No holiday pay, no superannuation pay. No one's taking out my tax for me. No four weeks a year vacation. None of that shit. Just, just myself or just themselves. Just to rely on yourself. To keep your family alive. But you know what? The grog shop's fine. You know, the chemist is fine. What the fuck? <laughs> you know, professional sports people can go and get on planes and play football and kick leather around. No worries. You know, politicians go and get, you know, fifty, eighty thousand dollars pay pay rises. No worries. But you know what? Frank Barker, Lachlan Giles, you can't do shit, bro. You can't do shit. You're gonna stay at home and we're gonna throw you. But listen, that's okay. We're gonna throw you some bucks. Don't worry. I'm like, you listen here, dude. Um, yeah, I appreciate you throwing some bucks. Yes, it's helpful. Yes, it helps. What about all these other dudes that can't are not eligible for anything? Yeah. My 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 top con- my number one content partner. I call him my business partner. Really, I mean my content content creator, John Chalos uh, from Peak Me, um, and John Chalos Photography. You see all those beautiful black and white images that come across the screens that we post. That's all his work. Mm-hmm. He he he's he's had no nothing for nearly two years. Nothing. That guy. Nothing. Nothing. Wow. Nothing. Thank God for Lachlan. Lachlan's been close, but. Thank God he's got his incredibly world-renowned DVDs or, that you can download them on your net and you can make money off those. Thank God. I mean, no, no, no dick is going to buy a DVD off me. I'll tell you right now. No, no dick is going to buy a DVD off me. But thank God. Thank God. And he says it himself. Thank God. 
He has that. But what about all those poor people that don't? And you know what? You're withdrawing your money. Let's talk, talk, let's talk about that one for a second. Well, you know, when you're successful, Anton, and I know you, you, you I'm sure you are, Kim as well. She's successful. Look at them. Look at these children of hers. So she's grown. She's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. Unbelievable, right? Now, when you go in the world and you've had the luxury of lived 50 years, you're going to have something to show for it, right? I mean, if you look, since I was a kid, man, I wanted to succeed, right? I, I wanted to. I wanted to wear cool clothes. I wanted to have a cool hairstyle. I wanted to drive nice cars. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to be, I wanted to, I wanted to go to a restaurant. You understand? Like, what's wrong with that? Yeah. Is there something wrong with that? No. No. That's what, that's what a lot of us want to do. Oh, you're materialistic. Listen, however it is you want to roll, you roll. For me, I love that. You know, I like to wear nice clothes. You know, I, you know what I mean? I like to have, I like to, live within my means but you know if i can push and i can i can do great things and that means oh i can i can you know have these little luxuries that i create for myself who doesn't want that absolutely like am i being like greedy am i being materialistic what is that because oh, i want to go and teach jiu-jitsu on an island what is that does that make me a prick what are you talking about <laughs> i want that for you i want that for everybody not just so so you go out in the world and, you know, you, you create these great opportunities for yourself. So now you invest, right? I don't know about you guys, but I invest in myself. You pull the, you put things in, into place. You persist. You might, you might be just retiring everyone around you in that kind of business. And you become successful. Mm. Success is measured by, you know, has monetary gain. You know, we are able to purchase homes, purchase land, purchase, you know, collectibles like cars or art or jewelry or cryptocurrency i don't freaking know whatever whatever floats your boat bro yeah. right and you and then all of a sudden this happens but see now if you're living at home in the basement with your missus or your mom and you only need 80 bucks a week and you're single or whatever you got a little dog that's only weighs three kilos i'm betting that it's not going to really break the bank if you have to be able to keep everything going right but you have your own home you have a mortgage you have three other adults you have bills you have commitments and you own property you might own land you might own things so now your bottom line instead of it being 80 bucks a week your bottom line might be two thousand nine hundred dollars a week a week to be able to service loans service the life that you've created over decades of dedication commitment persistence and failures what, you think you only fail in jiu-jitsu? Well, you fail in finance too. Absolutely. You fail in all these. This is that how is you learn. Ridiculous. I, I can relate. So now the, the government throws you, you know, $2,400 a month and thank you. But for a person that has succeeded for a lot of, a few decades in their life, it's very difficult. Agreed. And um, I'm not just talking about, I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about the person in the scenario, right? Absolutely. And, and it's a lot of us, dude. It's mm -hmm. a lot of people in that scenario. So all okay. of a sudden we deplete. What do we do? We deplete, don't we? We deplete your finances. You deplete your super. You deplete the investments. You, you have to start offloading things. You have to start selling a the car. Then you got to sell some artwork. Then you got to offload your crypto. And all of a sudden it dissolves. It gets, it gets boom, 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 mm -hmm. boom. And then you're like, I can't, what, wait, I, the, what, people that own supermarkets, it's fucking Christmas Eve every goddamn day. True. The truckies are saying that we haven't seen deliveries like this 
we see them only at Christmas. And every day, it's Christmas for those guys. Mm. Australia Post parcels, they're delivering it's like it's Christmas every day for Aussie Post. So we see all these wonderful conglomerates, you know, we see all these wonderful multi-corporation owned businesses that have, we've had something scary like uh, nine new billion, billion, I can't even say it, um, billionaires, billionaires, who's making billions of dollars, bro? We like try to keep that, right. we try to keep that business as a So, I don't know, man. I'm just talking, dude. I don't know. I don't even know what the question was, bro. <laughs> Kim, ask you another question. I can't remember what it was either. Um, getting back to jiu-jitsu, I don't know about oh. you, but I've noticed um, in between the lockdowns, in those uh, brief moments when we did come back to normality, um, a couple of people kind of dropped off the radar. Did you yeah. find that much at all in your school? And what would you say to those people that maybe – don't keep training after we do reopen. Um, it's look. I always say that maintenance is way better than coming back fresh, like starting anything. Look at look at um, tra- training. Okay, how how those first few weeks of prepping for a, an event feel, right, Kim? Feels like shit because you know you're not in that frame. You're not running hills. You're not on the treaty. Your weight's up, and then you're going. All right, week one. How much does it suck? It sucks so bad. But if you're in that but once you achieve the goal, you have your, your um, event and you're in shape, right? And then, you know, you might take a week off, might go and see your mom, <laughs> you know what I mean? Might do a couple of things that you haven't had a chance to do, take a little bit of a break, weekend away with your family, and then you hit the mat again and it's you don't feel quite as sharp, but the distance between your peak and where you were is like that. Not, you know, not like whatever. My phone's not whatever it can pick up here. But so... If you, if you detach yourself from your team, you, you, look, everyone has a reason why they got to do it, but you're not asking me a person that can't afford it. You're not asking me a person that's lost their job. You're not asking me about that. You're asking me about what are these people that have dropped off just because of these circumstances? Yeah. Have I got that right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, mate, you know, we all need a team. We all need a team around us to be successful. Mm. And some people are a little bit short-sighted when it comes to their team. Now, I don't know whether that's because of the culture, maybe, but in our team culture, our team culture is built on having each other's back, supporting one another on and off the mat. And I think I might be reaching here, but I think that the teams that have been able to create a culture where they really build these bonds on and off the mat, I think that's what keeps everybody training during these times not so much the actual physicality of training does that make any sense yeah um yeah that's look i just feel that i think it's the pull of the team i think the gravitational force that your team culture has created um i think you look at aet you look at aet man i mean we've both been around those guys i'm great friends with ninos i mean we're best friends so i've got a lot of friends we became black belts around the same time together you know we were purple belts brown belts all the way through it um, we communicate. I'm not in the AET, but I'm part of that team. You know, 10 Planet Melbourne and 10 Planet Association in Australia is welcome in any AET school because we've got that culture mm. that we've built over all these years. So not only does our reach go without yeah, our own our own soldiers, but our reach goes right into the AET as well. 
And not to mention the 10 Planet Association is powerful, powerful in the new world. We are, we are one, we are so tight worldwide, and it all comes down to what the culture that our master Eddie Bravo has put in place organically from the heart, from his heart. Not everybody has seen it and have moved on. But where we are today is by and large due to the fact that we can we can still create and we can still thrive in these circumstances and support one another to keep going together to keep us um uh there's a word um the team imagine it, we, there's a there's a thread and then the culture under the circumstances instead of it obliterating it pulls and like a corset it it, it pulls us together and it keeps us together um, and i think that I, for us, for us, our secret to our success through this and our, and our um, adhesion as a group has been because of our culture in our team. And this is, I'm talking on behalf of the Melbourne School, the South Melbourne School, the Hobart School, the Adelaide School, and the, uh, the Brisbane School. And that's just here. And then I can confidently tell you, because I'm in touch with the 10WO, the 10 World Order, which is our little nickname, little thing, play on words. Um, <laughs> is just as tight because how you do one thing, you do all things. And um, I have to say that's, that's been a big part of um, why we've been able to keep it together. And I'm sure if you look at what Lockie's doing, if you look at what all these other schools are doing, um, you know, Dave, David down in Immersion's doing, I'm sure they're all doing that. Uh, Jeremy Tacobi's doing, I'm sure they're doing it. Dan Cherubin over there is doing it. John Will's doing it. I'm sure the strength of the, the unity amongst the ranks, the soldiers, um, and the generals all stepping up within those walls to, to, to add to the, 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 the intention of what the, 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 you know, the, I have a mob, mob boss in my head right now, like the, the, the godfather, right? Like whoever's at the top, the generals, it all filters down. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to say. I've got, I've got Francesi in my head because um, David, um, Patrick Ben David's about to release Mafia States. Have you seen any of this stuff going on right now? No. Oh, my God. We'll talk about that later. But anyway, just like a good mob boss, keep the family together, right? <laughs> Absolutely. So just changing back a bit because we are going to run out of time pretty soon. I, I want to kind of ask some questions that are a bit more general. Like I remember last time you came on the show, you talked about how you invest a percentage of your income into your own development, right? That's oh, that yeah. you, right? My question for you is what is the most important thing you've learned in your life? And then what was your life like before learning that? And what was your life like after learning that? Oh, God. I always did my homework. I always knew who I was standing in front of. The best people I could find and afford at the time. Lucky for me, in 2006, I could get in front of Eddie. And even though I was in front of him and I had the tools around me, his students to make me strong, you know what I mean? Um, the finances to get there. So that's, you know, I had to be able to invest, find it, invest in it, and then go and find the right people. Cost money. Mm. But at the end of the day, it wasn't anything to do with the money. It was the fact that I gave myself the opportunity. And when I gave myself that opportunity to get in front of the best person I could get in front of, then it was all down to my hunger, my persistence, and my action. Mm. my action 
at the activation of my thoughts to throw myself into action. So throwing myself into action there, throwing myself into action in recording things, throwing myself into action into be able to, you know, take accurate notes, transfer that into another country, into my own game, into my own students, into a curriculum. I, it was all comes down to action. Mm. A plan, my friend, is not enough. Mm. A great plan is awesome. We must write things down using a pen, not your thumbs. <laughs> Our brains work differently. Mm. Look into it. Do mm. your homework. Do the mm. research. Writing it down, putting it up on a wall. I've got. I mean, let me. Can I just take you on a little little tour yeah, here for right. a second? Um, just in my office, just to give an example. Uh, how do I flip this? Here we go. So um, this is my money, dude. This is my financial p- business partner. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, I have. I have, um, you know, I have belief systems that I've dedicated to myself, you know, right. um, marketing goals, um, uh, client attraction goals, intentions, uh, my own personal thoughts, uh, my own, uh, my, my action plans, you know, uh, what I'm aiming for, daily practices, reward, calm, excitement, joy, appreciation, gratitude, purpose, abundance, freedom, impact, um, belief, self-belief in what I'm worth, you know, all these things, right? So mm. anyway, I'm rambling, but you want a quick answer, right? All those intentions are awesome. All those things are great on paper, right? But if you don't have that number one ingredient, which starts with a hunger, if you're not hungry, Mm. then you're not going to act. Hungry men don't stay hungry for long, brother. You understand what I mean? I do. You understand what I'm saying? Generic, right? Hungry people don't stay hungry for long, man. Mm. They find ways to feed. They find ways to feed. And it's in the action. A lion is always ready. He doesn't need a warm-up. A lion is ready. The opportunity comes along. Boom. And if the opportunity is not coming along, they've got to go and find it, right? Mm. You've got to take the action. I think that's the best. I don't know, man. I hope I answered the question. but Absolutely. Um, yeah. So were you always awesome. hungry? Did you, did you always have this? Where did you learn this? Um, you know, I'm a little dude. Uh, hard to hear. I'm not hard to hear these days. Trust me. But... um. Um, sorry, I just got to, but, um, you know, I've made my, I tried to just make myself bigger, you know, make myself heard, do more work, um, try and make the most waves. Um, you know, my self-belief is something, I don't know whether I'm just born with it, but I don't know if self-belief is born, if, if you're born with that. But, um, I really feel that my, my belief in myself, I never really cared too much about what others thought of me. Hence, if you look at the 10th planet model that I brought into the country and how I went about it on the um, Australasian underground and just said, hi, everybody. I've just been ranked under Eddie Bravo. I've also, I'm a blue belt now in no gi jiu-jitsu under his system. Um, and um, I've been uh, uh, blessed with the ability to, to teach. So he's given me the accreditation. Come see me if you're interested in learning this stuff. I'll be happy to share it with you. And wow. I took so much, man. I got egged every day, every day over that, you know, but I didn't care. Wow. I didn't care. I didn't care because I don't care what people think of me and I try and be the best human I can. I'm not like, I don't say like, I don't care what people think of me and I'm an absolute dickhead and I'm an asshole and I'm stupid and I'm, you know, I'm a drunk and um, you know, I'm an idiot. I do stupid. I'm not, I'm trying to improve the quality of everybody's life around me all the time. So I'm coming from the right place. I'm coming from here. So if you're coming from here and you got a plan, then that heart space has the desire, has the hunger, finds the energy, 
You know what I mean? I never cared what anyone thought of me, man. But you know what I care about? What I think of me. What I think of me is very mm. valuable to me. Wow. And I've got it written on my walls. And these these same things that I showed you, my little flashcards, they're on my walls, in my office, in my dojo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, reminders of what I think I'm worth, you know, and mm. where my goals are. That action is important. So I hope that um, answers That's the right. question. Thank you. Yeah. Jim. Yeah. I think that that's a beautiful place to end. I mean, mm. you you certainly have a, a massive heart and you're a very big part of the Australian Jiu-Jitsu community. So we thank, thank you. you for your contribution and for hopefully uh, lightening the spirits of uh, many of our listeners. We have many more listeners now than when you last joined us. Well, we think well, we do anyway. We've yeah. now got a YouTube channel. We're on wow. Instagram. We're that's on all cool. the platforms, Spotify, yeah. Anchor. <laughs> Uh, I love yeah, it. I choose, I love it. yeah, the whole bit. I, I appreciate the opportunity to come here and, and to um, be on be on awesome podcast and to hang out with you guys. I know we don't have a lot of time. I know you guys are busy doing stuff, but but all of you out there listening to this, you know, don't lose hope. You know, hope is the one thing that that we need to hang on to and believe. You know, I know it's a shitty time right now for humanity worldwide, not just in our districts, in our suburbs, and in our in our towns, in our states, and in our countries. Mm. So just hold on to that faith, belief, do your homework. I found that the more I have, the more prepared I am, the better the result. You know what I mean? How I how I am able to go out in the world, the confidence you have is because you're prepared. There's nothing like being prepared. And I'm always trying to stay prepared. I know you guys are too. And I know a lot of you listening to this are as well. And don't lose hope. Stay the course. Be, you know, st- you know, work on those team cultures. Help other people, you know, contribute. Giving is getting. And especially when we come out of this, the people that are really going out there and trying to make people's existences way more worthwhile to stay alive, to stay above and to keep forging forward, regardless, putting things aside a little bit, not stay, not being informed, but just not letting that get in your way. Stay, move it to the side and keep forging forward. That's what we've tried to do. And, you know, we're going to be, we're going to be okay when we come out of this, but don't lose hope and faith and, and surround yourself with those good people. And, um, and um, you know, reach out. I'm available. Any, anyone needs to talk. I don't care if I know you or not. I get hit up every single day all over the world. We have a podcast too, the 10 podcast. It's all about positivity. We try and, you know, we try and shine a light on what's going on to here to help, you know, give people another perspective. It may not be the one that you share and that you agree with, but, you know, if you need another voice, you need another angle on things, you know, that might be something to look at. I'm here to help and contribute and to make everyone's life better. So I hope I've done that today. And um, I know you guys are, and I appreciate the opportunity. You're a legend, Frank Barker. We love you. Thank you so much for coming on the Thank show, man. Thank you so much. Cheers. Keep it 10. I'll see you all again. Thank you very see much. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.